Hello. If you are listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now. Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. When the world is dark and boring, let us do your Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. And we're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week, we're um, reviewing a great show, a, a show that a lot of you probably know if you're into podcasts, and, and maybe if you're not even into podcasts, this might be one that you've heard of, because it's been kind of a media darling the past few years. Welcome to Night Vale. Right on. I didn't know we were going to start with this one. Yeah, I think so, right? This is, let me tell you something. This is a show that I tried when it first launched because there was a lot of hubbub about it. It was very different from most of the show. The vast majority of podcasts that launch with any renown or any kind of buzz around them in the mainstream it's media world. There's a celebrity behind it. Yeah. And yeah. almost all of those are comedians or at least comedic actors or something. That's really the area that's exploded. A lot of the sports guys are into it now as well. And so you've got a lot of sports shows that have, have gotten to be really big. But this was a fictional narrative. Yeah. An ongoing fictional narrative. It really harkens back to the old days of radio. And when it first launched, I think a lot of people were excited about the idea. It was the first podcast that I'd listened to that was not host-driven, really. Well, I mean, is it? It's the only one that I listen to that is an that is a narrative. There yeah. are others. I mean, I've heard others that are that are fictional, that are narratives or ongoing stories. But this is the only one that I continue to subscribe to. It's the only one you listen to, right? Yeah, and it's it's a little weird because it it only comes out every two weeks, right? Generally, the first and fifteenth of every month. Okay, it is a smaller podcast in length. Yeah, so it's, it's only easy. like twenty five thirty minutes. 20, yeah, 20 to 30 minutes is generally what it does. And the narrative of it is a radio program broadcasting out of a fictional town in Southwest, in the Southwest United States, where every conspiracy is true. Yeah, there's um there's a lot of the if you've ever listened to like late night AM radio as you cross the country, you've heard some of these conspiracy shows. There's several of them that are syndicated all over the nation and this reminds me very much of that except done in the form of hey, it's a it's a local radio show. If you've if you've ever had a if you've ever been a fan of local radio, if you had a local radio station growing up that did community news, this will feel very familiar to you, even yeah. though they're talking about the fantastic. Well, and exactly, and the reason that it's two weeks in between is because it's a written show, it's a scripted show, and those uh, creators are Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner, and they've been doing it since June fifteenth. 2012 and uh, i guess these guys get together they write the show and then they have 
a voice actor. Yeah. Really. Well, and now they've even added to it. You've got like a, a cast of characters, in fact. Yeah. Yeah. There's mainly it was uh, Cecil Baldwin. Right. Who is doing the voice. It's generally one voice. And it started with really Night Vale. And in that broadcast, you would hear, you know, the Night Vale uh, high school team is playing the guys over from Desert Bluff. Right. Well, now Desert Bluff has come on. And you get to hear their radio. And this is this is where the the thing gets all screwy, and and suddenly my opinion of the show turns around completely. Why don't we uh, go ahead and tell you what we do here on Pod on Pod? We told you a little bit about Welcome to Night Vale. What we like to do every week is we like to break a show down into four parts. We talk about um, the uh, audio quality, we talk about the host likability, we talk about the production values, and then we talk about the content itself. We listen to at least three episodes of every show. Now, Welcome to Night. Nightvale is a show that you and I have both listened to several episodes of. I've pretty much been listening to it since Everything. it began. There you go. I'm all caught up. And I'm five, six, seven episodes deep now at this point. But we give you at least a sample size of three episodes because we feel like even even a great podcast can have a down week. And so one episode is not really enough to let you know whether it's a show you're going to like or not. That's the whole point of our show. We listen to a handful and then we report back to you so that in 20 minutes you can know whether this is a show you want to commit to uh, week to week or in this case every two weeks. Welcome to Night Vale. Um, first of all, I listen to episodes one, two, and three because it is a fictional you narrative. To, this is you got to start. This is – yeah, this is one uh, – I'm a big proponent of I don't go back and listen to back libraries. Mm. This is one that I'm going to suggest you do because not only is it different than the normal podcast, but it's going to take a couple of um, – it's got to lay – this podcast has to lay a foundation for you. Yeah, absolutely. You have to have that foundation. I listened to those first three episodes, and at the end of those first three episodes, I wrote a review. And just to make sure I wasn't – Maybe the show had grown or whatever, and it's so rare that I would listen to three in a row and the first three episodes in particular of a show. I don't think that's fair. So I said, well, I'll listen to the latest episode and see, you know, maybe the show has drastically changed. And suddenly the narrative is, in, is completely different. It's a different it's hosted, Yeah, it's hosted by two different people. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a whole, and I'm like, what the heck happened to this show? So then I ended up going back. That was episode 47 that I listened what to. Was that company picnic? Uh, yes. Yeah. I went back and listened to parade day episode 46, trying to get my, my feet under me and figure out what the heck had happened. I love company picnic because I happened to listen that to that one as I was planning our company picnic. That's, that's irony yeah. at its best. I love it. So why don't we get to our, our actual sections here and break the show down like we try to do every week. Audio quality first for this one. From day one. It's great. It's a well-produced, yeah. well-recorded show. It's got a lot of – if you've ever listened to any NPR, this will feel right at home. This seems like a public radio show. I th and, and one of the things I like about the show is they do a take on a ton of different views, and I'm sure that the style that they do it in is a, is a kind of a poke at NPR. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little tongue-in-cheek. Here's the other thing, though, that I would that I would point out, uh, and and well, I guess that's more in production value, so I'll save it. Um, so audio quality, we both are very very high on this show. Host likability, you mentioned it. Cecil Baldwin, the primary voice on the show. Now here recently, I know you don't. I know you don't like. You don't have to sugarcoat it. You've gotten others. No, I look. I told you when you first put this show on the list. I said I tried that show once, and I don't think I'll ever be able to get into it. And it was because of Cecil's delivery. I want to qualify that and, and explain it a little bit because I understand he's a vocal. Performer, I got nothing but love for vocal performers. I try to, I am one myself, or trying to be one myself. 
I didn't like the lack of life in his delivery. To me, it was so dry, so level. I could, I understood what he was going for. I just didn't think it was successful. At least it wasn't to me. I think it's exactly uh, – because I view this completely as a performance. The writing, everything. Right. It's a show. I don't think that it's necessarily written for opinions or views. I think it's written to entertain. And through that entertainment, they're going to get you know a lot of like – tongue-in-cheek stuff out there, stuff that they think's funny. They're going to show, you know, how ridiculous some things are when it's sure. taken to the extreme. But that's that's the character he needed to play. Like, I view in my head whenever I'm listening to this show, I view the host, the narrator of it, as the creepy tall man from the Phantasm movies. That's how <laughs> I picture this guy. That's fair enough. That's and it I, fits perfect. I could see that a little bit, I guess. Here's the thing, though. So I listened, I listened to the first three, and then I got to episode 47. Two new hosts. It's two people from the, the town next next Desert uh, Bluff. Yeah, Desert Bluffs or whatever. The greater Desert Bluffs area. Yeah. They've got a whole lot of life. They're very, uh, I don't know, expressive. But it's pretty ominous behind why they're so Yes, absolutely. No, absolutely. It's it's way over the top, and it's like they're playing characters for a reason, and it's different than Cecil for a reason. Here's the thing, though. I go back to listen to episode 46 to try to get my ground, and Cecil, to me, sounds more expressive than he has been in the past. And part of that, I think, is because of the storyline. He's doing this there's, – there's a point at which he's giving a code to the audience – while he's telling them a different <laughs> thing, like he's li- there's literally like like there's a tapped out code under the message or something, and and I don't know there, maybe it's just where you go in the storyline and as you said maybe it's about laying a foundation and then he could build to different levels or something. But I I do feel like the show has grown over its however many episodes now they've been they've been on a couple of years uh, since June 2012. So or only July 2012. Yeah, so almost two years now. They've done some live shows. I think they've learned a yeah, lot. They're as right they've, at like 52 episodes. Yeah, I think so that's about right. They've changed a lot as they've gone along the way. So that takes us to production values. The fact that you love this show as much as you do, when they use music under voices because as I, often because as I, I view, do. This is a radio play, man. That's exactly what it is. And every show, every play needs its, its music. It needs its lights. It needs, it needs the costume and it goes along with it. It's a, It's just so melodramatic, though. Yeah, because it's supposed. It it has to be. That's the nature of the show. I don't. I almost feel like I could use a little less of the musical underpinnings. Dude, this is the show that Lydia from Beetlejuice would be listening to fanatically. Yeah, no, that's probably true. That's. True. I will. My favorite thing about the production of this show is the fact that they say, "And now for the weather." And then they go to a song. And it's a band. Yeah, it's yeah. just a band. The, and in their credits, the weather this week was brought to you by uh, yeah. with the Shins or whatever. It's the not weather, the Shins. The weather report is always music. Yes. And, and it's every just, episode has a weather report. I, I also seem to notice, and maybe this is just me, but the first three episodes at least, the songs seem to have some sort of weather influence. That's mm-hmm. not true on the most recent episodes. Cor- correct. They gave that up correct. at some yeah. point. Um, I thought that was brilliant, though. I think that's a really good uh, take on it. A lot of podcasts, ours included, feature music. We like to feature, you know, fresh artists. That's a cool thing to do, but also it's a good way to get your your show out there. And I'm sure that's what Night Vale was thinking of in the beginning. Now they got a gigantic backlog because they're the most popular podcast on iTunes. What about the content itself, the story itself? You're you're much deeper into it than I. I I, I really like how it's how it's written. I like. So you remember the, let's say, the handsome scientist. Yes. Right? With the impossibly coiffed hair. Yeah. And just 
his breakdown over episode from episode or whenever they mentioned uh, what's the Boy Scout troop? I don't know. It's not Boy. Maybe it's Demon Scouts, maybe, or anyway, they mention it and then they actually go to a ceremony or the cat that's just floating in the in the lavatory. <laughs> I like the um, the the old lady who lives in your house. Yeah, or yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, there. That kind of brings us, I guess, to we're going to get to our favorite moment in a minute because there is a perfect one for me. But to to me, I thought the story itself was pretty entertaining. It's humorous. I've actually read – I told you this. I'm not listening to the show necessarily every episode, but there are – and I Transcripts. Think almost all of them are unofficial. Yeah. But there are transcripts online. You could just read it like a story. And I've done that a lot. Yeah. I like that better because it takes out – I can imagine it. And to me, my my production in my head is almost better than what they could you do. You can't read and drive at the same time. <laughs> That's very, very true. I guess I should stop people – I guess I should stop telling people that podcasting isn't the best thing since we you know, are doing a podcast. When it's the only – like it's one of those to where if you have a drive anywhere, it's going to take you 20 minutes. I mean you can listen to an episode on a drive. You can almost always fit one in. That's very true. Favorite moments of the show? This is something we like to do occasionally. I've got one uh, that I know for a fact is my favorite moment. This is – I think it was episode two or three maybe. The line is – He's contemplating his own death. He says, I think disappearing feet first into a slimy maw would give your life a real symmetry. Um, he's talking about being eaten whole by a snake. And being birthed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just yeah. like you come into this world. But there's things like that. The, the writing of it is fantastic that way. Like uh, in my, one of my favorite moments in the episode is where every few segments he busts in with a special report of uh, – People of Nightvale, please stop eating corn and corn byproducts. People are disappearing. <laughs> and then a segment later, he's like, People of Nightvale, disregard that last special report on corn and corn byproducts. It's perfectly all right. In fact, we suggest that you eat four servings a day. <laughs> and then two segments later, it's like, People of Nightvale, this is in regards of corn and corn byproduct. It's recently been found that it is terrible for you, and eating it could send you to another dimension. <laughs> and and I and I just love how that how that pokes at like the sun's bad. No, the sun's good. No, you need the vitamin D from the sun. No, the sun causes cancer. Like all this stuff going around. It's just ridiculous. Yes, and that and that happens over the course of a few years. They're doing it in one episode. Yeah. Once we get through our breakdown of the four uh, kind of uh, parameters for a show, we also like to give you some alternate names. Of course, a lot of thinking goes into the naming of podcasts. And, of course, the uh, hosts of that show probably think it's the best name possible. But sometimes we can think of a, of a better name, a more descriptive name. Um, some alternate names for Welcome to Night Vale. I would call it Transmissions in Monotone. I would – yeah, that's good. I would call it Tales from the Analog. That's pretty good. Um, how about ways to induce a nightmare? Oh, man, it is creepy, man. There's some creepy stuff in there. Well, especially like the combination of that with like the droning sounds that sometimes yeah. show up behind him, or like the random, you know, not melodious music. I do, I do love listening to it while I'm driving at night. See, I don't think I could listen to it at night. Yeah, it's great. I would say tales from like Woba here as opposed to Woba gone. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's the. I do think there's at least a little bit of the Garrison Keeler, you know, Prairie Home Companion in these guys that, that put this on. That I, I guarantee you at least a few of them are Prairie Home Companion fans. Tales from Lake Wobegon was one of my favorite 
Like I've got a book, as a matter of fact, details from Lake Wobegon. That's why I think this – and I think they actually are going to put out a book if they haven't already. I think I read something online that they're going to put out like the collected stories of Night Vale. That, I mean if you're, if you're into making money – <laughs> that's that's one way one pretty slick. way to do it. <laughs> giving the people what they want. At the end of this whole thing, we try to rate it. Siskel and Ebert like to give two thumbs up to movies that they loved. We rate based on earbuds. Uh, out of a possible two earbuds, we each get to rate the show. I'm going to give this one two earbuds, even though I don't think it's for everybody. Because like me, I don't think everybody is going to be able to fall in love with Cecil's voice, or maybe you can't handle the more creepy stuff, and and it and it gets under your skin having that dude whisper into your ears. It is. A little weird but it's super well produced yeah it's incredibly well written it's very original i i don't know anybody else even this has been out there for two years i don't know anybody that's copied it very well you know what i mean like nobody has spun something off and done something similar to it exactly you gotta think it's it's pretty hard to do because essentially it's a sitcom but they don't have an off season to write 10 episodes they're literally writing an episode Every two weeks, do they not take they they don't take a hiatus hiatus occasionally? I would assume you'd go you'd do it in seasons. Hey, here's twenty episodes. We're gonna take three weeks off, and here's twenty episodes, or you know, here's a month off, and then I don't know. If they're if they're on episode around fifty in two years, then that's a good point. They haven't taken many off. Anyway. They probably have an outline. They sure. probably do an outline at the beginning of the of the year. And it's and it's multiple writers too, so they probably write it like you do on a TV show, where like, hey, here's we we're gonna break the story together, and then you're gonna write episode one, and you're gonna write episode two, and you're gonna write episode three, and you're gonna write episode four or whatever. So, and then you come back and you polish it together, you know. So it's not, I don't think it's quite as much work as we might imagine, probably. but it's a it's still a lot of work, no doubt about it. Yeah. And for that, I think it deserves to be applauded. Two earbuds for me, yourself. I'm gonna say. I do listen to it almost every week, but I don't know if it's just because the novelty of it. Yeah. So I'm going to go one and a half. All right. So from us, Welcome to Night Vale gets three and a half earbuds. Pretty high rating. And you can check out more at commonplacebooks.com. I knew that. You should have just asked. Well, I did. You can check out more at commonplacebooks.com. That's the home of Welcome to Night Vale. They've got links for uh, old episodes of the show. You can donate. You can buy their merchandise and everything, as well as get info on their live events. That's all at commonplacebooks.com. All right. Until next week, that's another episode of Pod on Pod. Thanks for listening. Check out our website, podonpod.com. Share us with a friend and review us in iTunes to help others find this show. Until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And this has been a transmission from From beyond. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.